Hello, I'm Pastor Scott Seeke from Amazing Grace Lutheran Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Thank you for downloading this week's sermon. Please visit tisgrace.org to learn more about our church. Enjoy. I know uh, that despite the fact that none of you have asked or sent me an email, I know that everyone really wants to know how well the boys' lacrosse season went. So today I'm going to tell you. I know you're very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's dying to know. Nobody's asked because they don't want to put a lot of pressure, but I I know. I know everybody wants to know. So it was a good season. Um, They clawed their way up to 500, which was good. You know, won as many games as they lost. We bumped them up to the toughest division in the state this year because last fall they weren't challenged a lot. So we said, all right, we're going to kick it up a level. And I figure, you know, if you're average in the toughest division, you're doing pretty well. Um, The parents were very happy. And the season is now over. There's a couple, uh, there's some of the boys are going to go do a tournament, a few tournaments around. But for most of them, it's done. So there was the end of the year party and the last game. And, you know, the parents were amazing. You know, we have great parents. We never have to think about calling the police on our parents. Uh, we don't get the emails that, you know, my son isn't playing enough, that kind of stuff. Our parents are fantastic. And they're very gracious at the end of the season. I mean, almost to the point of, well, I mean, I am uncomfortable with it. You know, um, like, thank you, great, you know, I appreciated this, you know. and all. It's kind of like, okay, guys. Um, because I feel like... I don't know. I guess I feel like I don't deserve it so much, like praise so much, because when I look back on it, like I didn't invent any of this lacrosse stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not like some guy who came up with this brilliant new way of doing things. Um, Everything that I have taught these kids, I learned from somebody else. And I could go back in the course of my life and I can look at all the people that taught me different things. I think, you know, they're the ones that really deserve the credit. Um, I think about Coach Randall, who, uh, when we had a rainy day in seventh grade PE class, uh, he rolled out a TV with a VCR and sat us down and had us watch a lacrosse game. And that was it. That was what made me fall in love with it. It was that moment right there. Um, you know, I think about Coach Barrier, who taught me how to just throw and catch. Um, I think about Coach McKay, who, um, he was a goofball. He, um, he did this thing where whenever a kid was running and they fell and there was, you know, there was like, there was no contact, they just fell down, he'd yell, sniper! And everybody would kind of duck and, I know, it's completely ridiculous, but I still do it and people still laugh, you know? Um, he taught me how to have fun, you know, how to make it fun, how to enjoy yourself, how to have a good time. Uh, I think about uh, Coach Leahy, who taught me how to have good footwork. Uh, I think about Coach Ron, who gave me my first coaching gig, and Coach Drew, who gave me my second. I think about all these people and how little credit I can take for anything good that happens, because it all really comes from them. Even not just the things I teach, but the way I teach comes from them. I just don't feel like I could take any credit for it. And that's exactly how Martin Luther thought about his salvation. He just thought, I can't take any credit for this at all. It is by grace alone that we are saved. 
And, you know, he, he thinks about it, he thought about it in this way. He said, first off, that was the hard part, right? You know, Jesus came, suffered, died. But even, even more than that, you know, um, the ears that we use to hear the gospel message are a gift of God's grace. Not everybody's ears work. The eyes that we have, that we read the good news of what Jesus did, not everybody's eyes work. The fact that we have a heart to feel gratitude and thanks and a mind to think about, all of those are gifts of God's grace. Salvation, in Luther's mind, was a gift of grace alone. And that was how he talked about it. Grace alone. Which goes against a lot of what a lot of what we hear about today in, in terms of belief about salvation, particularly here in Georgia and in the South, where there's this decision theology, right? And that's the phrase for it. It's the decision. You have to make a decision, and if you don't decide for Jesus, then you don't get salvation. And uh, you, you can see that very easily if you go not just to the to Baptist churches, but to non-denominational churches. Like, I've been to North Point a few times, and I haven't been to 12 Stone yet. I have a job on Sunday mornings. It tends to prevent me from being able to go other places. Uh, but I have been to North Point quite a few times, and whenever they have a baptism, they'll show a video, and they always, they're always having baptisms. And most of them are people who were already baptized as infants who say, no, 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 this time it's my decision. Because I have to decide. And what Luther would do if he was at North Point and he saw that, is he would run up on stage in front of 5,000 people, because this is how Martin Luther rolled, and he would grab the microphone, and he would be like, no, that's wrong. That's not how it works. You are saved by grace alone. And the reason is because of our theme verse for today, which is right up here. It is the one that you heard in your reading. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And he'd just be like, guys, it's, it's right there. It's right there. No one can boast of their own salvation. Now for those folks today, you know, the North Points and the, the Twelve Stones and the First Baptist Atlantas, and for the Catholics of the day... Right of Luther's day, this was—I mean, this was this decision thing. This is not a new thing, you know. Uh, back in Luther's day, you had to do certain things, you had to perform certain acts. But it's the same idea. This has been going on for a long time. What what they would object to the Catholics back then and these decision folks today is not the grace part. They'll all say, you know, well, of course we're saved by God's grace. It's the alone part that they don't like. It's the alone part. But again, Luther reads this and he goes, look, it is not of yourself. It is God's gift. And we should not boast about it at all. We should not give, Luther would say, we should not give testimonies. We should not have our story of what I did to earn salvation. It is a gift of God. And so those folks then, the Catholics of the day and and these folks today, then say, well, what's our part? I mean, what do I do? And you can just, you can, I, I mean, I get it, right? We have expressions like, uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, 
it probably is too good to be true. Right? All these things to prevent us from, from being, you know, tricked, fooled. Well, what do we do? And, you know, a lot of people have read and heard things about Luther. And Luther is famous for something that he didn't really believe, which is that works don't matter at all, that the things that we do are not important. He's famous for believing that when he really didn't. Um, He wrote a book, and in the preface of that book, he referred to one of the books of the Bible, the Epistle of James. He referred to it as the Epistle of Straw, because in there it says that faith without works is dead. And he didn't like that, right? Because it talked, it made it sound like salvation is by our own acts. And he's famous for that phrase, calling the Epistle of James the Epistle of Straw. What a lot of people don't realize is that in later editions of that book, Martin Luther himself removed that phrase. He took it out. Because he knew that what we do is important. It's just not important for salvation. Salvation is a gift of God's grace. It is important what we do because it's our response. It is very important how we respond to what God has done. I mean, if we just say, well, you know, I'm saved, so I'm just going to sit around and I'm just going to drink beer all day and, you know, I'm going to you know, date a bunch of people and, you know, outside of my marriage and, you know, I'm going to steal a bunch of stuff and maybe shoot somebody and whatever, and it doesn't matter because I'm saved by grace. No. That's not it at all. And actually, there's a, there's a really uh, important book to read called The Cost of Discipleship by a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer where he talks about this and he refers to it as cheap grace. That's what he calls it. He says it's cheap grace. You're cheapening the gift of God's grace by behaving that way, by taking it for granted, by just using it as a license to do whatever you want. In fact, Luther would say that if that's what you're doing, then you really haven't come face to face with what God has done for you. You really haven't spent the time thinking about all that God has given. You really haven't come face to face with the reality of what Jesus did on the cross for you. And so that's why, you know, one of my things, I, I don't have a lot of things I get particular about in church. I'm pretty easygoing. At least I think I'm easygoing. Maybe you're like, he's not easygoing at all. But I think I'm pretty easygoing. There's a couple things, though, that I get particular about. One is I'm going to have candles and Silent Night on Christmas Eve. Now, you can do whatever you want. If I have to go somewhere else, that's fine. But I'm going to have candles and Silent Night on Christmas Eve. And the other one is, I'm not going to read the story of Jesus' death and resurrection on Palm Sunday because you can't be bothered to go to Good Friday. I'm not going to do it because I want you to come to Good Friday. I want you to come to Monday Thursday. I want you to see and hear this story and, and, and be changed by it and let it change you. It's so powerful what God has done. The gifts that God has given the ways God has blessed you, the sacrifice Jesus made, how could you not want to respond? How could you not want to do nice things for people 
as a result of it? How could you not want to give? How could you not want to share? How could you not want to love? That's our response. That's what works are. They're our response to God's gift of grace. And Luther knew and believed how important that was. And I think you get it. This is a church that's very giving and very generous, does a lot of good works. But we don't do them to earn salvation. That's not what it's for. Salvation is a gift. It is of God's grace and God's grace alone so that none of us may boast. Your salvation and mine is a gift because God loves you. So do I. Amen.